Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 477. Aussie Tech Heads, yes, another week. And it is for the 3rd of March, 2016. And what is so special about today? Well, I'll tell you, the NRL is back on Tonight, Thursday night, the third of the third. <laughs> so we are all back in the the you know the axis and everything. The the worlds are back in alignment. Oh, I can't wait. I unfortunately can't see the footage while we're doing the show, but I've got it on the got it on the old record. All right, so we've got another big show for you this week. No Shane this week, but uh, look, we've got another um, another couple of guests. We've only got one at this point in time. Eric is going to join us in a, in a couple of minutes, but for now, uh, we've just got Stuart. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Gwen. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Uh, anything exciting happening with you this week? Just a normal, boring work week? No. Well, have you ever heard of escape rooms before? No. Escape rooms? Escape rooms. It's oh. it's a kind of like a touristy sort of a thing. And it's it's where you get locked up with like a group of friends in a room. It's like a themed room and you've got to solve all these puzzles, open padlocks and combination locks and eventually escape the room. Right, nice. And I've been planning one of these sort of escape rooms for my daughter's birthday party that's coming up. Yeah. So I've been I've been working out all these sorts of pu- all these sorts of puzzles and everything. So I've been played out this week. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so okay. So what you, is it? Just like a room in your house? Yeah, but the way that uh, the way that, I, that I'll do it, it won't actually be like a locked up room. It'll it'll be just a room. But the theme is going to be the Martian, as in the movie from last year with Matt Damon. Right, right. So the theme is is that they're all astronauts stranded on Mars, and they have to work out how to uh, fix themselves up, fix the rover, um, <laughs> work out how to get off Mars, basically. So it's, yeah, right. so it's the whole theme, but oh, lots of puzzles. God. Yeah, right. And, oh, you're going all in. How old is she? <laughs> Uh, she's a she's a tween, so cool. so it's I think she's right the right um, the right, the right age. Yep. And I and I got uh, I got the last piece of the puzzle, which which I'm sure you'll uh, appreciate, Glenn, if you can see this on the uh, on the screen. Yep. Oh, what <laughs> yeah. is that? Well, it looks a bit like a sonic screwdriver, but say, but, yes. uh, but but actually, it's not. It's not. It's a. That's it's disappointing. A, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's almost as cool. It's <laughs> it's a it's it's a UV light, like a black light. Oh, right, nice. And it's, and it's a pen that can write the invisible ink. So that's yes. part of the puzzle. Is that there'll be some clues hidden somewhere, and oh, they need to find them, right. turn the lights off, and shine it in the right spot. How good's that? Words. How yeah. good's that? You are this the party dad. <laughs> that's awesome. Good stuff. All right. Um. Well, my week hasn't been anywhere near as exciting as that. I'm just yeah doing the same old. Same old crap, you know, same day, same crap. Um, or different day, same crap, yeah. All right, so yeah, so we are brought to you by ATH Web Hosting, which is AussieTechHeadsWebHosting.com.au. Uh, you go there and find some nice shared hosting, web hosting space and stuff. It's all in Sydney, so it's nice and fast. All right, you can also find us on Facebook.com forward slash AussieTechHeads, YouTube.com forward slash AussieTechHeads, and a couple of other places where we will get to them shortly. Now, I think Eric's trying to call in somehow. Hello, Eric. Mars to Eric. Hello. Can Hello. You hear me? <laughs> he is. There he is. How are you going? I'm all right. Good. Good. Well, you're just uh, in time. We have started, but we've only just done the intros and everything. And uh, oh, okay. So, well, we might as well just hear it from you. How's your week been? Uh, let me think. Can't remember. Right. Good. You've been on. <laughs> you've been. You've been on the on the plonk. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should be. Yes. All right. No, no. It's been all right. Bit up and down. Busy. Not busy. Yep. Yep. I know that. Know what it's like. All right. So, uh, yes. So, what have we got tonight? We've got a heap of stories, and we're going to get through. And let's start with this one because this one might. Uh, this has probably created a bit of debate around the around the kitchen table. Now, Dick Smith customer database. Now, we all know Dick Smith is gone. Uh, the receivers have moved in and all this jazz. But uh, apparently, there's been a report that receivers, the Ferrier Hodgson, has placed newspaper advertisements seeking parties interested in purchasing everything, which, as you would expect, from brands and trademarks to domain names, but also uh, data that Dick Smith has gathered from customers signing up for newsletters and Ooh. other promotions. So oh, mm. that's a bit dodgy, don't you think? I think so. That that should be protected information, you would imagine. Yes. You know, consumer buying habits and what's what they bought, when they bought it, how much they bought it for, where they live. Yes, well, you would think so, wouldn't you? Um, yeah, because uh, look, it's been it's been people aren't going to take this laying down. They've got here uh, now. There's a Gail Wiley 
She's an executive officer of the Consumer Electronics Association, which represents suppliers and importers, and said that it was a f- serious issue uh, that they were proposing to sell the database uh, yeah, to the, to the highest bidder without checking first with customers if they were happy to, for their information to be sold. Now, the Privacy Commissioner's Office was aware of the advert and it said it had contacted the receiver, which thankfully is uh, based in Australia, which referred to the inquiry to its public relations company. Now, Privacy Principle did some homework. Privacy Principle 11 <laughs> of the Privacy Act, personal information such as personal details of customers can only be used for the purpose for which it was collected. Uh, mm. Or, mm, or with authorization from the person. The Act also requires people to be told what the purpose is when the information is being collected. Ah, uh, yes. Trust Dick Smith to just, if we can get money anyway, we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what looked like what's going on. Look, uh, look that's pretty dodgy because I went to the website just before the show even and you know the privacy policy is still there and and whatever so but do you think that uh selling the customer database it's all selling the software is fine but it's got to be depopulated yes but but it's all it's sold for marketing purposes obviously and all this sort of stuff and in the terms and or in the privacy policy or would it say that you know, we're allowed to sell, allowed third parties to use it, and well, and yeah, whatnot. because that's the goodwill, I suppose. Um, so, mm. for example, if JB Hi-Fi bought it, or um, uh, who else would buy it? Harvey Norman. Yeah, yeah. That's that's part of the goodwill, the client list. Yes. See, they, so I suppose in that regard, it's you know, if they're just going to sell it to someone who's not related to the tech business at all, I think that was a little bit dodgy. Hmm. But if they're going to sell to someone like JB Hi-Fi who can actually use it to market their own goods to the same people, I, 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 can, I can deal with that. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts, Joe? Are you happy that this is happening? Well, not really, but I was just thinking what, what happens if, if they sold the whole business, which, which obviously didn't happen, but if they did sell, uh, sell the whole business, would that be okay in that, in that regard? And it, would, uh, yeah. and, and, it, and, and it would. So then you think, well, does it make that much difference if they're just selling off the database separately? Because what if it was if, if the whole business was bought by someone else and then they then sold off the parts later on? That's right. Afterwards, that's right. it's it's you know it's a bit of a grey area. Mm. It well, is a grey area. I think that, well, like that that act said, if it was for the uh, you can only use the information for what it was intended. Now, some might argue that the intention was uh, our tech buying habits, in which case selling it to a tech company might meet that criteria. Yeah, but I suppose as you were sort of probably getting to is like if you if JB Hi-Fi bought the whole company and then they turned around and said no we don't want that database we want to sell that where who who gets who's in the I think they'd be I think that? anyone would be a little bit silly to sell off a database because if you're going to buy a business your lifeblood is the people the people yeah. the customers you'd be mm. crazy to sell it off mm. how much do you reckon you get for something like that stab oh, in the dark a stab in the dark in this market with its reputation, <laughs> um, plus you got to remember too what type of um, what demographic those clients belong to. Mm. Dick Smith are, are generally the, the cheap end, the cheap end of um, the market. Uh, you know, the the not the, not the highest quality. You'd probably have to get someone to do a fair bit of data mining in there to work out. Okay, well, what's these people in this suburb? What's their highest per average purchase price? Because you know, you would, for example, Apple, if they bought the database, couldn't do anything with it because no one in Dick Smith, well, not no one, that's, that's a general comment, but a lot of people in Dick Smith wouldn't be Apple type customers, for example. You know, no. If you're buying the occasional cheap this, this is cheap, I'll go in Dick Smith because it's cheaper, cheaper, cheaper. So it'd be the wrong market for Apple, but it might be the right market for JB Hi Fi. Well, it just could be. Oh. Because the, gem- the demographic is different. Yes. Uh, sorry, I was just answering, uh, turning my phone off. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, so Dick Smith and, you know, they could be in a bit of trouble. Not Dick Smith, but uh, the receivers. But we'll see how that one goes. So, look, I don't know. If my if my info was on the on the database, I don't really care. Like, do you really care? You just... Uh, you just look, just, just probably not. Well, okay, put it another way, right? Push everything to spam. It might depend on what sort of business you're buying too. Because cause some... some businesses would have confidential information for example mm. i bought a practice three years ago as you know glenn and 
part of buying a practice is the, the client list, right? Mm, and yeah. Because that's, that's where you, you um, generate your fees. Now, in that client list is everything that they've done for possibly the last 20 years. Now, I wouldn't buy an accounting practice and then just sell off to a non-accounting practice mm. that, that sort of information. I would only sell clients to another accounting practice. Well, I suppose, yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to buy a, a database of names for someone that visited the local bakery. Like, like... Yeah, no, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. All right. <laughs> so that's the privacy. Fix me at the radio. Um, all right. Now, everyone's been out looking at stories this week, and uh, I'm sure Stuart has something uh, that... that uh, tweaked his interest. Yeah, well, I saw something came out this week and that's the Raspberry Pi 3. And the big thing with the uh, with the, the third version is that it's got now built-in Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. So beforehand, mm. you could still get those things but they were uh, plugins that you have to plug onto the board whereas now it's all it's all part of the board and it's still the same price as what, as what the old boards were. So it's, um, you know, so that's a big thing, I think, and it's uh, I think it's slightly faster, but I think it's mainly about the Wi-Fi and Bluetooth on board now. So you've got there uh, in the story, it uh, says it's thirty-five bucks. Is that like thirty-five Aussie dollars? Do you know, or is that the? No, that'd be. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's that's US, because actually I, I haven't had a Raspberry Pi before, but when I saw that article, I thought I might just um, I might just get one of the um, um, one of the new ones and just give it a go. Oh, I'm sure. So, it'd be great. And so it costs well, forty-nine ninety-nine, mate, for Aussies. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was it cost it cost me ninety dollars, which included uh, a case and a power supply as well. Ah, uh, yep, yep. As the board, so it hasn't arrived yet. So, but that's so what software does good. it run? What software does it run? Android? Uh, no, no, it's got um, Linux distros. So, right, so it's Linux stuff. Yes, that's right. And there's and there's all various ones that that are made. How does it so, fit it all on there? With a SD card. Oh, okay. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, it's got an SD card and it's got HDMI out, and it's 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 a it's a fairly decent little little device, and you can do things like, for instance, I was going to try running like um, the old the old arcade games on it because there's a distro that is built yeah. around just around doing yeah. that. It does that very well. Or as a or as a as a um, as a cheap media streamer, it does that very well what, too. If I won Lotto <laughs> and just sold my, sold everything, sold my practice, and just thought right. I wish I had time to just sit down and think with this sort of <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, so do That's I. Right. Yeah. I know. Because I'd buy I just one don't too. have the time. You need to give. You think, okay, I'm gonna lock myself in a room for a week and just stuff around, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't have the time. No, no, that, that's true. I mean, I mean, unfortunately, mm. when you retire, Eric. <laughs> oh God, that'll never happen. But talking about girls. But just touching on your lotto hopes did you hear the lady 5.73 million i keep having the same recurring dream <laughs> really 5.73 million oh including tax one? excluding tax tax free it's tax free mate <laughs> so anyway did you hear, did you hear about I'll be, this i'll be skyping you from the bahamas god oh, nice you did what's that telling me that you bought me a ticket to no, come no. over <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'll get you a ticket for a slow boat to China. <laughs> oh, I'll pick up a raspberry pie. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I was saying, what I was getting to, because I want to uh, end off on that story in a second, uh, and just give you some specs of the CPU and all this sort of stuff. But uh, uh, did you hear the the story about the lady who who won the lotto? She put a ticket in. I'm not sure where this was. If it was Australia or overseas, I'm not sure. But she put a ticket in, and it won. But the interesting story about the interesting fact about this story was that she forgot she put her ticket in, so she right. went and put the, another ticket in with exactly Ooh. the same numbers. So she's won twice. Oh, <laughs> oh right, the same oh, draw. What a great story. Yes. <laughs> in, oh, I better put my lotto in. I forgot this week. Yes, and she put it in <laughs> twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, lover! You know yeah. there was a story, another lot of story. This I think this happened in Western Australia. I think it was last week or the week before. This guy they won, I don't know, a few million dollars in some lottery thing over there, and um, everyone was searching for them. They didn't know where they were. Then no one had claimed it. Then he, a week later, he claimed it, and he said, um, "I was just finishing off my renovations. I didn't want to be disturbed. I knew I'd won. Right. I just, I, I just wanted to finish finish off the renos. Fair enough. <laughs> what? Well, 
Why would you just talk about focused? Yeah, I know. I reckon. <laughs> you know, think, drop the hammer, break the window. I'm out here. I'll pay someone to finish it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, going back to this Raspberry Pi, just for anyone that's uh, interested, the CPU is a 64-bit, uh, 1.2 gigahertz chip, and uh, so apparently that's faster, 50% faster than the Pi 2. What's the RAM on this mother? What's, um, oh, that's a good RAM. question. Do, 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 it's, do, it's not much. It's probably like one gig or something like that. Okay. It's, um, yeah. That's probably enough. Though. Linux runs pretty light. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It probably, it probably does. But anyway, like it, if you wanted, if you're interested in the RAM, just Google the Raspberry Pi three. Uh, and where do you where'd you buy yours from, Stuart? It's funny. It's called. It's it's a it's a place called RS Components. And I don't know why they call themselves <laughs> RS. <for all. laughs> Obviously not an Australian company. No. no, they are. They are. Yeah, right. They are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, so the, yeah. So the website is uh, RS Online. I think it's called RS Online. So. Yeah, that's it. RS. I'm RS. I'm going. I'm all right. There we go. I always remember when I was a kid, you know, they used to sit down and watch the Kingswood Country, you know, when it was first... Oh, I used to love that show. When it was first run. And at the end, because, you know, you're a little kid and you find all that stuff sort of pretty funny and, and you talk of toilet humour and all this sort of stuff. And I always remember right at the end, it was always an RS production. <laughs> 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 and, and, oh, you know, I just used to like it every week. But, yeah, that was a good show. That was a good show. It's, it's still on roundabouts, isn't it? But um, you, can get yeah. it on, you can watch it on YouTube. Yeah, oh, right. I haven't seen that for ages. No. That's a great show. That's a great show. <laughs> yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, all righty, uh, Eric. What? What? Give us. Give us something. Giveth. Eric, giveth, and Eric can take it away. <laughs> Let me just do my go up to the top of the thing over there. Hang on a second. Right now, I have three Apple stories. Hmm. I think I'll start with the first. Oh, sorry, the last one, because it's the longest one. But I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but it seems to be the most interesting one. Sick of talking about iPhones. <clears throat> iCar, release date. Right. Rooms, features, blah, blah, blah. Tim Cook comments on I, iCar rumors. Now, evidence that I'm just, there's a, there's, I've, there's a link down the bottom of the full story, and it's in a drop a PDF in a Dropbox link. Hmm. If anyone wants to, they can grab it from the show notes because it's just too long. To post here, I edited this quite. It was eleven pages. Oh my god! But, good, but all good reading. But I thought I'd edit it. Where'd you get that from? What site or what uh, encyclopedia? <laughs> UK the UK site seemed to be all happening. Geez, they now, into it. Everyone's been thinking about oh, they're going to have a car and all this sort of stuff. Now they've got here evidence that Apple is working on an iCar. Now, if they call it an iCar, I won't be buying it. No, <laughs> not be no. called iCar. Would you? Would you? Are you thinking of buying one? Regardless, like, are, no. you, are you interested in the concept from Apple at I all? Would, no, not from Apple. I would buy a Tesla before I bought an Apple. Right. right. Only because <clears throat> it's not their core business. Hmm. I mean, not yet. Anyway, down the track, they might have a division that does spectacularly well. Yeah. But I think it's going to take a few years before I trust them, and that where they can when they can call it their core business. Because mm. now, if you've got a toothache. You don't go to a, to a podiatrist. No. All right? No. And if your car's playing up, you don't go to a dentist. No, so, exactly. And it's, so, not, it's, not their, um, it's not their forte yet. It could be down the track. So what are the rumours? So the the rumours. Engine noises heard late at night at Apple Car <laughs> Campus, right? Jeez. You know, it's all rubbish stuff. Oh, <laughs> that is myself, If you're building an electric car, there is no engine noise, mm. number one. But... They're saying here the resident that heard may be mistaken because the, the sounds uh, are probably the lathes and the shaping of metal, right. and which makes a lot of noise. You know, when they're cutting, the, they're probably designing the car. So mm. that could, rather than an engine noise of the actual car, it's probably the noise of the actual lathe that's making, that they're hearing. Yeah. Um, the other one is Ford has stated that um, they think they're doing it. They're saying, they say that companies like Apple and Google can do it and they're fine with it. Yeah. Uh, the second, I'm just summarizing all this because it's a lot of, lot of reading. They buy, they bought a lot of uh, car-related domain names. Yeah, uh, yes. .car, .cars, .auto, but it could be about their, their CarPlay system, the software, right? So they're, they're giving both sides of the story here. 
<clears throat> at the same time, Apple bought iCloud.com months before its announcement. So there's that as well. So it could be about their current software that's in a lot of cars these days. I don't know if you've seen it. No. CarPlay, it's quite good. It's very good. Right, right. Yeah, I've, look, I'm, I'm stopped at the mobile, as in like the phone, iPad. That's where right. I've stopped with that, with good old Apple. But yeah, look, the, the car's interesting. Um, yeah, I've done, it'll, look, it'll look nice, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, the classic comment, Elon Musk, the, the guy that owns Tesla, he, he said that um, it's an open secret. And they he said that they're definitely doing it. And he said, and the quote is, although he's fairly confident that Apple is creating a rival car, Musk isn't worried. When asked if Apple was a threat by a German newspaper, Musk mockingly replied, did you ever take a look at the Apple Watch? Right. So gonna, yes, okay, fair enough. There, fair uh, enough, good comeback. The most, good. The most uh, I think the most obvious one is there's a new electric car company called Faraday Future that was, that was um, lodged, uh, incorporated last year sometime. It's very secretive. They don't have a CEO, and it's a new, it's a startup, a brand new startup, and they got a one billion dollars in funding, and they're saying that no startup get that much money in its first round of funding. Yeah, right. So they're saying that that could be the front for Apple. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. Well, so they they funded it. So look, I reckon they are building one, and it'll probably be three years before they, you know, bring one out to test one. I think it took Elon Musk about five. Now. Do you think that the, the car is going to be uh, a driverless car? Is it going to be a couple of versions, do you think? No. No, I don't think. It's going to take them a long time to compete, to, to get up to competing with Google. And mm. Google's driverless cars have got loads and loads of problems. Mm. Well, I've, got a, I've picked out a problem this week. Uh, yeah. Hit, hit the... oh, there's, one, there's at least one a week that we hear about. So the, uh, Google admits some responsibility after the self-driving car hits a bus. Some responsibility. How about all of it? <laughs> So the Google said the crash took place was over there in uh, Mountain View on February 14 when a self-driving Lexus RX 450H sought to get around some sandbags in a wide lane. So Google said in the in filing the autonomous vehicle was travelling at least two miles per hour. Was travelling at less than two miles per hour. That's not very fast. While the bus was moving at about 15 miles per hour. Uh, the vehicle and the test driver believed the bus would slow or allow the car, the Google car, to continue. But that that's pretty presumptive, isn't it? Like, how can a computer sort of predict what uh, what, a, what another... Well, that's what they're person... trying to develop. They're trying to develop a car with artificial intelligence, right? But, but, but nothing replaces the human instinct. Because you can see, you can see that... That the driver is not looking. So if it was you in the car, for example, right? You see a bus coming, and you see the driver looking straight ahead, not looking at you, and not slowing down. You know he's not going to stop, mm. so you stop. Whereas a a, um, a car can't do that unless it's got you know some sort of cameras that's looking and scanning for everything, facial features, yes. and yes, that's it just seems thing. too complicated, doesn't it? It's it does. You know, because it does. it'll be, you know, I think with driverless cars, they'll be fine for ninety nine point nine percent of the time. They'll be perfect. It's that point one of a percent of the time when they're going to wipe a, out a whole population. That's right. <laughs> yes. yeah. Well, apparently the the car hit like was a banana bus, and it hit the hit the the join of the bus right. of the right. two parts. So obviously, everything's moving so slow. Why would it well, hit in the middle? It's difficult, like, it's difficult technology. Yeah, but if everything's moving so slow, it, you, wouldn't you think that if it was going to hit, it was like say, oh, that was close, just hit it. But it's but hit it in thing, the middle. But the, the funny thing is, right, what I don't understand is that a lot of cars, these that they're making now, that, you know, normal driver cars, have a, a um, what you call it, a safety stop function on it. Yeah. That if you are traveling, I think it's less than 15 kilometers or less, and it senses, because it's got sensors in the bumper bar, and it senses, as soon as it senses something a meter or a meter and a bit in front of you, the car will stop automatically without you touching the brakes. Yeah, okay. okay? Yeah. That, that exists in cars now. Yeah, yeah. Now, why couldn't they put that same technology at the front bumper bar of the driverless car? Well, well there's no need yeah. to look 
to look at the um, that's right the driver's facial features as soon as the car is one meter from the bus it should have just stopped yeah or a meter true. and a half what so are you are you saying that this isn't in that car well obviously not because it hit the bus <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway 15 people were transferred to another bus and after an investigation the transport authority authority said liability is pending so yeah. they're, they're yet to uh, work that one out. The crash comes as Google been making the case that it should be able to test vehicles without steering wheels and like brakes and clutches and and things. Um, oh. Yeah, in December, Google criticised California. I would, I would never get a driverless car. I like driving. Yeah, yeah, but that's I'm all right. Playing around with the gadgets. Oh, what's this do? What's this do? But it's not. Put your foot down. But it's never what you like. You might not like it because of safety issues or whatever. But then. You're going to get hit by someone else that does like one. So, <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That's right. So, you know, you just won't that's be right. able to win, Eric. You won't be able to win. Well, I'll just make sure I've got a massive bull bar. <laughs> yes. I'll wipe it out. Uh, Stuart, are driverless cars are they they for you? Uh, I think it's too far away, but I I don't I don't mind the idea of it actually because uh, you know I'm not I don't, I'm not all that fussed on driving one way, one way or the other, but but I can see be more useful being able to do something else like yeah you know, catch up on phone calls or reading or you know whatever it is so whatever that's right yeah, yeah. oh i think it's i think i don't know look if they came out they were safe enough i couldn't care less i'd buy one i think it's going to be a while mm. yeah yeah i think it's going to be a while all right now look let's get on to something pretty good because now this is i don't know if eric if you've seen this or not or Stuart for that matter but uh, telstra is offering 200 gig of free OneDrive. now this i've o- seen this Yes, how good is this? I've, I've, I signed up immediately. Yep, now, me too. <laughs> <laughs> now, the offer is only available to Telstra consumer customers with a prepaid mobile uh, or home broadband. So that's me on both counts. So the offer started this week, uh, and it's actually cheaper to buy it from... Uh, it's, it's actually cheaper than buying the cloud storage from Microsoft itself. Well, if you've already got a OneDrive, it just adds... It adds it, it on. Adds to it. Yeah. Yeah, it oh. adds it in. So, look, there's links in the show notes. So, what you do is you get onto the Telstra site and there's like a little redeem now button. And then you redeem it. And I think you've just got to put in, you log into your Telstra account, then you log into your Microsoft account. And then all of a sudden. I'm bippity- doing it right now as we speak. And I bet you, you won't even know I've done it. So, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty seamless. It was- yeah, it was actually yeah, it was actually very very quick and easy, wasn't it? I thought there'd be more steps and more hoops to jump through. Yeah, I was. It was it was just simple. It was good. Well, it's for something for a change, it was easy. And look, I've got a little. Uh, I've got a little. You guys can't see this, but when you watch the video, uh, you'll see it. But I've got some screen grabs of yeah, what 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 went on when I did it as I went through. But that's pretty good. Like OneDrive might just be now my uh, my favourite cloud storage. <laughs> option <laughs> because like i've maxed out my dropbox and the google drive well yeah i still use that that's pretty good but i know eric you use uh, uh OneDrive quite a bit don't you oh um, well not quite a bit i've got well let's see i've got google drive dropbox and OneDrive, right. and icloud right yes <laughs> yes uh <laughs> yes so uh stuart were you a a OneDrive user beforehand or this is not really. I've, I'm more sort of uh, Dropbox. I use I use Dropbox all the time. Mm. But um, but I've got an Xbox One, which would which would probably link in very nicely with with OneDrive. So it's, it's probably good for that. So, but I, but I read uh, you know with there's there's just so many different storage services around. Of course, you know that it, it can be hard to work out how, how to organise your stuff because there's so many yeah. different things. You might have files in different yeah. places, mm. whatever. Yeah. And one and one uh, one one really good tip I read was to try and kind of segment it so you have you use Google for instance just for photos and you use OneDrive just for your music or something like that and it's yeah. just an easy way of sort of thinking about where, you, where you've got yeah. your stuff yeah yeah that's that's not a bad idea I think there was look oh look I can't really think of it off the top of my head but there is software around uh, yeah. o, o Drive or OODrive or something and it's supposed to like sort of amalgamate them all somehow and, and it probably does the, the segmentation in the background something like yeah. that yeah, but ooh, what was that? Okay, uh, I just heard a noise. I don't know if it was someone moving. I heard that too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. sounded like a bit of feedback. Don't know where that was coming from. But yeah, so all right. So how are you going, Eric? You, you signed up? 
keep going. I'm listening to everything you're saying. <laughs> yeah, but you signed up or you're still doing well, I'm it? I'm still going. Yeah, all right. Redirecting me to Microsoft. Oh, nice. <laughs> all right. Um, oh, what? look, and it picks up my Microsoft account automatically. How good's that? Yeah, it does. It's pretty good, isn't it? It is pretty seamless. So, yeah. So, uh, I did notice, so as you go through the little, I don't know, small terms and conditions there, it says... Uh, uh, Telstra needs your permission to add or remove the bonus storage. Obviously, you say yes, but Telstra will be able to add bonus storage to your account. It will also be able to remove this storage at any point in time. So let's see how long that lasts for. Before the people that's are right. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I already, I already got a terabyte anyway. I don't really care. Mm, we're now going to have one point two. All right. Um, what else <laughs> have you got, Stuart? What is? I oh, just sort of carrying on from last week when. I was talking about the HTC Vive, which is the, um, the virtual reality headset. Mm. At, at the other end of the uh, spectrum, a while ago, Google brought out the Google Cardboard, which is just a simple sort of system that you put your smartphone into. Yes. Well, there's been a few companies that have done something a bit different with that, the inventive. Uh, this first one was in Sweden. Um, McDonald's have made Happy Meal boxes that you can fold into a Google Cardboard sort of a system that you slot your smartphone into, and then it's like a Google Cardboard system how good is that so yeah i thought you know that's a pretty uh it's it's a great little marketing tool for them it just it's and it, it goes to show how widespread it seems like this vr thing is becoming certainly at the at the low end yes and then and then sort of fairly similar you've got coca-cola is doing a similar thing with their with their boxes of soft drink you can you can fold that into a into a vr headset or you know vr google cardboard as well yeah all right so is this like can we do this over here or is this only just like boxes in the US or Sweden? Yeah, I think it's just overseas at the moment. But uh, but who knows? It might be coming to Australia one day. Well, that's, one day. Yeah. Like one end, day. End. <laughs> did you yeah. ever? Did you ever? Use, did you ever try the the Google cardboard? Because I think you could download it and cut it out yourself. Couldn't you? Yeah, I haven't tried the original one. I I I did buy off eBay just a cheap sort of a like a headset thing that you put your smartphone into. You know, which is okay. It's okay. It's how did that go? How did that work for you? Did it, did it go all right? Yeah, no, it was it was it was fairly good. It was about about the same sort of level of quality as the as the uh, original Oculus Rift sort of sort of quality, but it still gives you a bit of that sort of um, nausea type sort of sensation. Though that's the problem. But um, right. Although although I did read, if you know, do you know uh, Notch uh, Marcus Person, who's the, um, the the creator of Minecraft? Oh yes, yes. He he recently tweeted. Um, saying that he had tested all of the different new VR products that are about to come out, you know, all the really good ones, and he said that they're basically all really good. So oh, he's, right. he was he was quite stoked about where that's going. I saw that the Microsoft they've uh, released the is it the Hololens? They're they're asking at like release it to developers and stuff like that. So that's starting to get a bit of a chug along as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's so good. so how do you go when you're looking through your VR glasses like? Could you just see just the the like the squares of the screen, like you know when you look really close to a telly, or or is it is it? Yeah, no, it's like that. It's like that screen door effect, is what they call it. Yeah, right. But it's but it's funny because if because if the the app and the experience is good enough, your mind just sort of relaxes a bit and doesn't worry too much about things like the screen door effect, and you just you know and just and you, and you become immersed in the world quite easily. It's amazing. You don't. Mm. It's it's funny how you can be tricked by it. I wonder how long you could do that before, like you start getting headaches, you know, just because you're just focused really, you know, short distances for a while. Yeah, I could only use it for a short for a short space of time, but but like there were there were some amazing um, demos that, that that I played where it's like you're in a virtual cinema, like a, a cinema with all all the seating and so on, and you can walk down the aisle and then you can go and sit in a seat and you can play, you can play a movie on this virtual movie screen. Yes, but, right. it, but it's like you are actually there sitting in a seat watching a movie on a big screen, and it's it's amazing how you can get the feeling of a massive, of a yeah. massive cinema. So this <laughs> is just, yeah, like the cinemas yeah. of the future. Everyone just walks in, but yeah. they're all watching different movies in their, right. <laughs> in, their in their VR. It's like those it's like those uh, those rave parties where everyone just wears headsets, but there's no That's music right. playing. Yeah. So you go in there and everyone's just dancing around, but there's no sound, no. right? And everyone's just going, and because they've got their headsets on. Well, yeah, that's so it's a very quiet party. You been to a rave, Eric? No, well, not lately. No, I've never been to one either. Well, never. Um, Sony has recalled some Veo laptop batteries. 
Oh, so, I saw those batteries. They look sensational. If, they, if you go to the show <laughs> notes, you'll see the, the models that are affected uh, or contact Sony. But the, 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 the Serves you right for buying a Sony. The notebooks were sold uh, nationally. Ooh, they're ugly, aren't they? Ooh, uh, be- between December 2012 and September 2013, they're, off- they're implementing a free replacement program. Uh, Just the- for the battery or the whole computer? Because this picture you got here, that computer needs replacing. Not yeah, that's finished, that one. That's mm. had it. That is had it. I don't know if that's one of the pro- the problem ones, but... Uh, but that must be an old one, though, because it says a 40-gig hard drive and 512 <laughs> meg RAM, so it must be an ancient <laughs> laptop. <laughs> I, just, I just Googled that picture. <laughs> just for effect. <laughs> I don't think that one was bought in 2012. <laughs> no. It's, it's... I thought that's more a 1997 sort of model. 1989. <laughs> now... Um, yeah, so with the battery pack removed, you continued, continued to use the device. And Sony also pointed out the affected battery packs were provided by Panasonic. So, uh, buck passing there. Yes, of course. It, it, this is the, yeah, I was, as I was going through this story, I'm thinking, geez, that's been a lot of recalls this year, or, you know, last six months. And it was the fourth laptop battery recall the ACCC has flagged this year. Microsoft did a recall, if you remember, of power cords in January, which affected the Surface Pro and the Surface Pro 2 and the Surface Pro 3 uh, devices sold before July 15. And Toshiba and Panasonic were also forced to recall batteries last month. So it's a bad time for batteries. What's going on? <laughs> Go on. I don't know. Uh, have you taken all your Apple stuff to the... No. No, can't be bothered. I just... I look like a complete... I was going to say that word, but num nut. I was going to. I'd look like a complete nuff nuff. Mm. I walked down there. What were we walking down there? Are we walking down there with uh, five charges, yes. laptop charges. Mm. Yeah. And what else? What else? What else? What else and USB cables. I might as well just pitch a tent. It's all too hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, know, think... you wouldn't. You wouldn't go there one at a time because how many trips do you want to make? I mean, really, mm. you'd have to go there in one hit. But it look. I'll just book out the Genius Bar for the day, shall I? <laughs> well, look, I think I uh, I'm not sure if I asked, I'm not sure where or who I asked. Well, I think I asked Michael from the Aussie Max Zone, like, what is there a problem if you don't do it? And he just said, no, all that happens, it's just the outer casing comes apart. So there's no right. real, like, internal problem. It's just the casing can come apart and you can stick your little pinky in or something. All right, so all right, right. I don't think right. there's too much drama. But look, maybe one day. If I step on it, I might go. Oh, I might take that one down for a recall. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, all right, cool. Now, what else have we got going, Stuart? Yeah, I, 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 just, I saw a recent article. I thought was a bit worrying. Mm. Windows 10 updates are deleting some apps without notifying users. Oh, Lovely. And, I think that uh, might have been going on for a while. This one. Okay, well, you see, the reason why I was worried about it is because the first thing I thought of is is that there is a little app that I use I've been using for years and years, and it's and it's not hasn't been updated for years and years, mm. but it's still insanely useful. It's called Launchy. Oh yes, and it's 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 little indexing type. It's like a file indexing sort of thing. Yeah, that you can use to quickly launch <laughs> any any program or Excel document or Word document or whatever. And the beauty is that it. It indexes uh, networked mapped drives and things like that that lots of oh. other indexes don't do. Yeah, right. Nice. It hasn't been it hasn't been updated for years, but it still works perfectly on Windows 10. So I'm just hoping that that won't be one that uh, Microsoft decides to mm. to uh, to nix. Because when I first read your story that you put into the night show notes, uh, I think you, I get confused now because. You know, you've got when it says apps, I just initially thought, oh, okay, it's the Windows 10 apps, as in you know the 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 new style yeah. apps. Uh, but then when you think about what does apps mean, what's it short for? It's called short for applications, which is just the general software that you've got on your machine. So, so what you're got this launchy, that's just a, a, an installable application. That's right. Yeah. yeah, it's just a regular program. Yeah. Yeah, and so what they they reckon that this is. It's uh, getting rid of some of that stuff as well. That's crazy stuff. Well, I can see where they're going for if they're just trying to make the whole system run more smoothly and and, uh, more securely. But uh, Mm -hmm. but 
Some of those apps in the article that they were that they were getting rid of are things like C Cleaner, HW Monitor, and C CPU Z. And I think I've used all three of those in the past at some stage. I've at least used two of them. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's no good at all. That's pretty crazy. Windows That's 10 is doing a lot stupid. of strange stuff. I know uh, a lot of people, they get stuck when they're trying to refresh their Windows 10. There's a couple of options, and one of the options is uh, refresh Windows 10, keep your personal data, and that's it. And so what it does right. is it, it just removes all your software as well. You can't, you come back. <laughs> but, but what it does, it's, very, it's nice to you, though. It just doesn't leave you sort of really... You're over the cliff, but... You know, you've got a big stick to hang on to because it, it, <laughs> what it does is it creates a little notepad of what, what applications it has deleted. So oh, you, really? Yeah, so you, could, you can go back in and, and try and download them all again, yeah. <laughs> 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 so, I don't know. But that's, that's, what some, that's some things I see day to day is, yeah, when you, if you're going to refresh, be careful that you don't just remove everything except for that's data. Yeah. It sounds almost like um, Windows, uh, Microsoft is becoming a bit more like Apple. You yes. Know, Apple ha- Apple mm. having this having this control over over your machine and your device and what you can, yep. what you We're can. We're going to delete it. Do. And we don't care. That's, That's right. right. Well, how do you go? Like I know, just on the surface, you know, uh, CPU Z CC cleaner. Like they're, they're free, but they're also paid versions. Like you you'd be dirty, or oh, wouldn't you have a dirty. wouldn't you have a case if you said, well, I've paid for that. I paid for the ver- that paid version. Where where's it gone? What do you ring Microsoft up and say oh, I want my money back? Are you going to pay for that? <laughs> well, apparently, <laughs> it is easy just to reinstall them manually. But I don't know whether they will keep taking it off every after every update, and then you need to keep yeah. putting it back on again every time. And I'm not sure how it's going to work. Hmm. So yeah. Oh, there's another one that's Specky as well. That's no good. <laughs> I use Specky all the time. I haven't used Specky before, actually. Yeah, that's pretty good. It uh, it tells you what your system's got inside it. Probably like yep. HW monitor, I suppose. But yeah, oh wow, there you go. All right, where where are we off to? Let's let let me do one. Uh when I get right, I'll scroll. So I've got a silent mouse now. I bought another mouse. I I, I forgot whoever it was that was complaining about it. But, <laughs> uh, but that it, would be everybody. But for, <laughs> no, but someone actually sent me an email said, "Oh what, really? What's going on with that?" Friggin' mouse! <laughs> Your mouse from 1989. That's right. So whoever that was, I've forgotten who you were. I'm sorry, but look, I bought another mouse, and it's nice. Doesn't and quiet. make any noise. No, you see, I'm scrolling profusely now. Giving it a bit of a tickle, are you? Oh yeah. No noise. No, it's no noise. It's quiet. This is me. Hang on, where's my old one? The old one's around here somewhere. Uh, here's the old one. Oh, that's, <laughs> the, that's the sound. Yes, it's fond memories. Fond yeah, memories. Yes. Oh, those were the days. Oh, look, it's probably been with me that mouse for quite some time. <laughs> now, uh, what's oh, we'll do that one in a second. How's this Seven uh, Eleven app? Seven uh, Eleven app lets you lock in the cheapest fuel price for a week. So Seven Eleven, they've released this app, mobile, uh, iOS and Android, all the good, all the good platforms. <laughs> no Windows Ten uh, that allows motorists to lock in the. Yeah, lo- what's happening with Windows Phone? Is that, that still a thing? I think they might they canned it, didn't they? I think it's slowly I dying. Yeah, I think honest. it might have might have bit the dust. I think they might be. Because you don't hear, you don't, you don't see any ads. No, no, which is really surprising. Yeah, because you know, because the Surface was such a runaway success, and it seemed like that they were it's in a good position. It's built on the same platform, that's yeah. right. Yeah, you know I, what it was. But Glenn and I talked about this about a year ago. You know what it is. You know what Microsoft do with their de- with their developers, which is really really stupid. <clears throat> and Google don't do this. I don't even think Nokia did this. Apple doesn't do this. If you want to build a, a platform, they get all developers together months in advance, saying start developing apps mm. for this release. Yeah. Right. Which yeah, makes right. sense. We've got OS nine coming out in a year. We get here's, here's the development program. Start developing apps for OS nine. You got twelve months. What Windows do is that they develop the the software in house. Then they release it to the market, and then they tell the developers now go develop software. So it that's never right. gets any traction because when you buy the phone, there's nothing you can put on it. Mm. And that's what no it's twelve months before anyone can develop anything. And then they come out with their next version, 9.2, just say. But then they'd release the developer kit for that 
yeah. four months late. It's just so stupid. But I don't know, like, is that I haven't even looked at the Windows 10 app store of late. I just got sick of getting in there. It was just nothing there. It was all well, stuff that didn't work. They have that same. Um, they have the same uh, mentality with the Windows 10 operating mm. system. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that Microsoft has recently been buying technology for convert, you know, converting apps yeah, from yes. like the Android store to you know to Windows and so on. So yeah, they they call um what's it called? There's a name for it. I, I know what you mean. I can't yeah. remember the name, but so you, they'll just grab any app and they can convert it, so they don't have to develop their own lazy bastards. But they're not developing. It's the developers. No. I think there was. Yeah, I think you're right, Stuart. There That's was a great idea. I think. Yeah, well, there was something. Well, you don't have to write it three times. So yeah, yeah. So I think I do remember something like that, and the developers can just sit down and yeah, write it once, and it would just uh, convert to whatever. But getting back to Seven uh, Eleven, so they released this mobile app, and uh, for seven days, it looks at it finds out where you are, you know, through your GPS on your phone, and it, and it'll look around the Seven Eleven petrol stations, which are generally mobile or probably yeah. all mobile, and in your area, find the cheapest, and you can lock that price in for a week. So, uh, so, okay, I've got a 7-Eleven that I go to every day, not for petrol, but, you know, bits yeah. and pieces and whatnot. Now, if it so happens that I locked it in at him, how does he then sell it to me at that price? Yes, because you, I think, for what you've got this, uh, like, a virtual card where you put some money onto it. So the, oh, app, okay. so the app designed to compete against, you know, the Coles and Woolies dudes with their right. four cents off and all this sort of stuff once uh, okay. the, once the app locates the lowest price that you can then register for a 7-eleven digital wallet and select a voucher for the type and the amount of fuel you would like to purchase and it's got to be between 10 and 150 liters now you can redeem the voucher within seven days now that's interesting again i'll get to that in a second you can redeem that voucher within seven days at any of the change stores by scanning a barcode in the app in the store so you go into the store wherever you are and you scan your barcode that the okay. phone phone gives you uh look i was i was gonna say you know when, when i said motors can redeem the voucher within seven days hopefully I, I i can't see it happening but i don't think that that voucher is going to expire like the good old gift cards I'd say that I'd say that you just you just lose your that that locked in price and keep your fifty bucks on your card. Yeah, because the pro, Yeah, that's right. No, you wouldn't lose the dollar value. I think you just lose the the price at which mm. you wanted to spend your money. So the barcode can only be redeemed once, uh, even if a customer purchases more or less fuel than the amount chosen uh, in the. So app. okay, let's let's run this through. So you get all that, you lock it in, put some money on your voucher, and then you go. To pay for petrol, do you give your phone to the guy? How does how do you pay for well, it? Well, I think the, a barcode must flash up on your screen, right? And then you show yeah. it and he scans. And he that must barcode. scan this barcode. That's okay. right. So look, I ran it just before the show, and I don't know about you, Eric, but I I had about ten or eleven locals come up, and the local one was at Mermaid Beach that where it wanted to lock the price in for. That's a bit of a hike for you, isn't it? Well, it's, it's only probably 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes away. But, like, I don't want to do that. I, I'd like to try and just lock it in at Rabina. road. Yeah. So that could be a little flaw in it for me, for mine. Because you spend just as much money going there than you than you say. <laughs> yes. But you would probably imagine that petrol stations within a certain, you know, 20-kilometre radius would probably about be about the same from the same company, you would think, you'd hope. But Let's see. I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, what a rip-off. <laughs> How many did it find in your local area? Um, let's just see. I'll tell you. One. I only got five. Yeah, I had heaps. But I don't know what you're paying for petrol up there. What do you pay for petrol up there, for you guys, for um, oh, I premium, saw... oh, premium 98? I don't look at premium, Eric. <laughs> I look at E10. <laughs> oh, E10. Oh, yeah. God, you're, you're paying what, about 45 cents a litre? <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> for paying, uh, it was 89. 89 what? Yeah, I saw it for 89.9 the other day. <laughs> what are you paying? What are you so funny about that? Unless I'm getting ripped. What are you paying? No, no, it's not getting ripped at all. You, you, you should buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> Why is that? That's cheap. Under a dollar. 
Yeah, eighty nine cents. What about you, Stuart? I haven't filled up recently. I don't. I don't really drive all that far because I'm because I'm because I'm pretty close to to work. So, I, but I think it's I, it's it's definitely over a dollar though for just for so like you, normal, you use, normal sort you of. Use E ten kerosene super. What do you? Kerosene. <laughs> <laughs> I, I use premium for my car. Yeah right. Okay. Yeah, See, there are it's, premium users. It's around about, I don't know, about $1.20, something like that, there I think. There you go. Well, the cheapest I can see here, $1.27. Right, let me lock in. I'll lock it. it used to be $1.58. Well, I'll lock in because I can go, I'm on special E10. So what do you want me to lock in? You want the Supreme 98 or the extra? Yes. Yeah, no, no, 98. The, the Supreme. The yeah. Yeah, um, I could lock in right now at 110.9. Why is it cheaper up there? I don't know. What are you... What are you trying to lock in at? Dollar twenty-seven for the same thing. Yeah, right. Now, I what's my, the, what's I my? We had the most expensive petrol in in, uh, in the country, don't we, Queensland? No, not according to my app. You haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you what do you do if you if you can bring yourself? Look up your special. I'll drive up to Queensland and fill up. <laughs> By the time I get back home, it'll be gone. <laughs> Look, what's your special E ten down there, Eric? I'm just I'm just searching it now. Oh. But it just shows that they can turn anything into an app, though. Oh, dollar nine, ninety-two nine. Twenty, oh, twenty cents nearly. Wow! Can you see that? Am I at the right camera for you yeah, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, ninety-two nine. So I don't know. Look, it's only just recently come down to be half decent. But like, I mean, like I'd I'd lock that in, just in case it went up in the next week. Well, you know? I I know the guy pretty well at the survey down here. And he tells me, he goes, I'll fill up on Wednesday, it's going down 20 cents. Yeah, right. So <laughs> It's going down or going up? No, he he tells me when it's going down. Oh, right, right. He yeah, always so... tells me when it's going down. Oh, he's a nice fellow. He goes, you're he? not going to fill up today. So I said, no. He goes, don't. Fill <laughs> <laughs> up on Wednesday. You, and, and you go, uh, he goes, you're not going to fill up today. And you go, no. And he goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> no, I always buy my, you know, my little drinks and my ice creams. All oh, right. All so, oh, right. Cigarettes. With yeah. the app, you know, I think I think Seven Eleven should just take it one step further and try and gamify it a little bit because just it sounds like if you could do something like if you managed to pick the absolute lowest point of the cycle, you know, for you know for a certain week that you mm. get some bonus or some prize or something like yeah, that. Good, or, one. <laughs> good one, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, oh look, I think it's it's a good idea and uh, that that you know that legislation coming through that's supposed to make all the petrol stations put their prices in every fifteen minutes or something, isn't it? Well, something pretty crazy oh. but uh but anyway we'll see what happens there uh okay uh did you have any more Stuart, or is are you about finished yeah no i've got i've got I've, I've just got one more yeah um and it's probably something close to your heart glenn i think just judging from previous podcasts but dubai hosts the, the first world drone pre here we go eric on on march 11th now still not convinced here we this go. one this one comes comes with a with like a promo video on on YouTube. I've got the link for it in the in the show notes, and it's it's a pretty cool looking promo where they've got a uh, a drone racing off against some supercar, and uh, yeah, it looks it looks pretty amazing. I, I don't know how that how that spectators are going to watch it. Whether it's something that you don't that you never actually go to see it live. It's something that you only ever watch on TV because it's I imagine it'll hit that, you in the head. I know that's right. It's dangerous, but also. I'm not sure whether you'd see all that much, or it's you know it's more exciting seeing. They should the first, make it like Harry year. Potter, like Quidditch. Yeah. You know, big, you know the big stadium and everyone's up in the stands and they're all running around on broomsticks. Well, I think I'm watching it now, and like I know you guys can't see it, but on the when the video comes through, that you guys on the video can see it. But yeah, like I, I think that this is the next biggest thing, like because look, I, although this is probably not the too exciting just on a road but that one in the dolphin stadium zipping around the seats and you know just going around and around and in and out the poles and all that sort of stuff and you know you had you could have vision of uh the second place drone you know looking at you you'd have vision of the first place drone i reckon it's unreal i reckon it's unreal that's 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 it that's the next next biggest thing go get yourself a drone glenny (laughs) yeah it would be nice wouldn't it power it up and uh yeah that'd be awesome that's awesome all right. So and so, sorry. What are the sorry? What was what was the story all about? <laughs> well, it's well, it's um, it, it it's got a, a one million dollar prize pool, which is which is which is pretty big for that that kind of a thing. So yes. it's um, yeah. So it's it's a pretty big incentive, you know, for you know, for some serious competition. So they're going at over sixty two miles per hour, which is about a hundred clicks. 
hundred k. You're not going to yeah. You're not going to build a beat a supercar if you're only doing sixty. Over a hundred teams will participate. In I'd like to see all the crashes and the stacks. Yeah, that'd be yeah. good because they're going to run at each other. And you know what they should have? They should have built-in explosives. <laughs> so when they hit, they just blow up. Then you, it's it's uh, survival of the fittest, basically. Yeah, so that's I'm just I'm just reading the best of this the rest of this now. That looks pretty cool. It's on the heats. The qualifiers are on March seven eighth. The top thirty two from that lot will make it to the actual races on March eleven and twelve. Uh, this isn't about to usher in Formula One. Blah 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 blah. Yes, I'd be into that. I, I might see if I might make a note. See if it's on the stream where, somewhere. Where is it in Dubai? So you're going to fly over there? No. I watch it from the <laughs> watch it on TV from the air conditioned comfort of over here. Yeah, instead of the fifty degree comfort of Dubai. That's right, exactly. It might it might end up being like one of those Red Bull type sort of uh, events that they have, you know, with the the flying and the acrobats sort of flying and the oh speed, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, that's yeah, good it's, idea. It's, yeah. it's, it's that it, it has that sort of, that kind of feel to it to me. Still mm. have explosives, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, you could have like a, a yeah, like a little road map or whatever, a little. Or lasers, Course. like dogfights. Yeah. So you're trying to shoot the other guy out of the sky. That'd be better. Yeah, yeah. A little obstacle Push course. A couple and... of machine guns on there. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, you know how Kanye doesn't like pirates? Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> this bloke is such a... I won't say. So Kanye, he, he wants everyone, you know, he's $50 billion in debt or some rubbish. He's... Yeah. Uh, he wants. He doesn't like people pirating his music because he wants to. He's been encouraging fans to sign up to Tidal to download his latest album rather than just pirate it. But it looks like he's uh, he's done a tweet through the week, and it was a tweet of his computer screen. But what some eagle-eyed person had had pointed out was that on <laughs> a couple of the other tabs that had been open, he's on the pirate bay. <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot! Uh, now, have I got a picture here for you guys? Uh, I don't know what happened to my pictures. No, I don't have. But it, like, I might have. Here we go. Look at this. I can see a picture. I can't. I can't see the. I can't see the offending part though. Where's the? No, you must have to look at those tabs across the top there. But right. it's. But it's. Uh, yeah. So let, I'll read this little bit out. So it looks like he was torrenting Serum, a popular wavetable editor. That costs one hundred and eighty nine dollars for a license. What and, a tight ass! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, apparently, uh, yeah, he got some tweets back going, uh, "Oh, why don't you buy it yourself? You you tight wad." And then other people coming back going, "Don't you know he's twenty million in debt and all, you know, <laughs> and all this sort of stuff?" <laughs> but like, what a dipstick! Like, like fair income. I hope he gets. I hope he gets charged. What about these poor old housewives who whose uh, Wi Fi gets hijacked? by someone who's using Pirate Bay, and then they end up paying all this money in fines, what's going to happen to him? Yeah, nothing. Nothing, I bet you. Yeah, nothing. well, they've probably got to prove it, and probably they can't prove it just because he's got a couple of tabs open. But uh, we, we all know what's going on. i just check his IP address. Well, I, well, I suppose they could. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's that easy if you'd be bothered. Like, that, that company, you'd have to take it to task i'd say i don't think anyone's gonna do it on his behalf but uh but anyway uh look my last one did you have any more eric you had a did you have a couple of iphones i have a couple of iphone stories do you want to do do you want to run through those i'll just scroll up to my i should have a separate page i've already scrolled and you heard nothing that's right (laughs) just scrolling past your sony laptop picture All right, so you've got an Apple... Oh, here we go. Uh, okay. Oh, we've spoke, spoken about this before. It's another rumour about Apple coming out with an OLED phone for the next the next phone instead of 2018. Yep. Um, because they fear that they're gonna it's going to be fairly flat and they've mm. got to do something different. Oh, um, look. They talked to Samsung about curved phones as well. Nah. So it's a little bit of me too now because Google, Samsung came out with it first. So. Look. Look, it's start, they're starting to play catch up now, aren't they? Don't you? Can't you? Can you sense it? Well, they mm. might be starting to play catch up, but like to me, I don't care. I don't care what the screen is. Like, who cares? No. It looks as long as I can read the damn thing. Like, I it want looks good. It yes. fits in my pocket. It doesn't fall apart, and it does everything it's supposed to. I want more functionality. That's what I want. I don't. I don't want a better screen or a flatter screen. I want. I want it to fly out of my car. 
in a fit of road rage and punch the bloke in front of me who's just cut off in front of me and then fly back like a boomerang. <laughs> like the Thor hammer. Yeah, that's the one. Well, that's, that's what, what you, I want. You, you know, I reckon that's what, like, you, you, OLED and all this, yeah, nice, that's good. Like, obviously, it's good, it's nice, but do you really, I, I just want so, I just want more stuff. NFC, I don't know, just more stuff. NFC, more stuff. Oh, look, yeah. that sort of stuff I don't really care about. But, mm. um, yeah, but anyway, uh, I'm watching that. What's your other iPhone 7 story? Rumor. Oh, this is just the rumors of what they reckon it's going to look like. Right. Uh, you know, back to the old, they're going to have stereo speakers. I mean, I'm surprised they don't have it already, to mm. the truth. True, true. Um, is there something Samsung have now? Stereo speakers? Do they have? Yes, they do. Yeah, so it's a right. catch up again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I used to like Apple. I still do like Apple because they're always in the forefront. But now, since Timmy Cookie Monster, <laughs> not so good. I'm not. I'm not a fan of Tim Cook. I think he's overrated and overpaid. Mm. Yeah, but what what are they what are they got to do to spark your interest again, Eric? Well, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know whether it's all smartphones are reaching that maturity level where they um, the, the next thing you the, the next smartphone is going to be a piece of paper that you can fold up and put in your pocket. Hi. Right? Here's my smartphone. Yeah. Right. Bang. Oh, hello. But unless they do that, nothing's going to grab me. What, what about a phone in your shoe? <laughs> Change my name to Mr. Smart. <laughs> or Chief. All right, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? No, so they're thinking, I'd, if they go without the headphone jack, I'm going to be annoyed. Mm, me too. Mm, and yeah. I won't be buying one. And they're saying that they're going to incorporate the headphone jack into the lightning port. Now, what if I want to charge my phone next on my bedside table while I'm trying to listen to something. What do I do then? Mm. Well, that's right. Charge. What do you do? Right. And they won't say, oh, you can charge it at the same time. Well, then then, then it defeats the point of making it thinner. If mm. you're putting two lots there, then it's not going to be thin, is it? Yeah, I think they're just starting to... I don't, I don't they're just know. running out of ideas. Mm. But I don't know. Like, you know, there's got to be something... Develop that... their apps. That's what they should start doing. Develop their apps. Maybe they could develop a Windows 10 emulator. For it, you know, you know what, you know what <laughs> would make people buy this, four K, four K three D camera. Put that mm. on there, it'll sell like hotcakes. For all you actually all, play the video all, on, you mean you play all it? waterproof, so it's like a GoPro. Mm. <laughs> what, were you, what was he saying, Stuart? Sorry. Yeah, with the with the three D camera. So what what would you play it back on, on like? Oh, you need glasses. And you That's play it back thing. on the phone itself. Well, that's the other thing. They're going to have to develop a different you, screen, aren't yeah. they? Or, or you get some glasses or put it through your Apple TV. If you've got a 3D TV, just flick it to that. But I think the 4K would probably be better and waterproof. Because 3D was a fad about three years ago. You gonna, Yeah, sorry, Stuart. Yeah, sorry. No, I, I thought the current... Isn't the current generation iPhone 6S... Is that is that 4K? It 4K, might be 4K recording, I think. Might yeah, be. you're right. Might be. I, th I think it might be 4K recording, but um... yeah, it is. I think it is the 6S. Okay. Uh, All right, so take that off. Cross that off the list. Yeah, yeah we're down to waterproofing. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't you? Well, what was it a couple of years ago that uh, someone come out with some uh, an app that waterproofed your phone? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. What an idiot! <laughs> Install this and then go go for a swim. And there's that app. There's that website on the on the um, internet. You go to it to increase the RAM of your computer. <laughs> it goes. It says. It says. What would you like to um, increase your RAM to? And then you know you choose. You drop down. You. Oh, Is yeah. there a website where I can increase my bank account? <laughs> yes. And you drop drop down, and it goes. And this the the little progress bar increasing RAM. <laughs> more like it should have said now stealing your information <laughs> yeah that's probably more of the point alright now I've got one more before we go is uh, Steve Barmer I just like Steve Barmer stories I don't know why <laughs> but I just do um, look this, he's, a, he's now in charge of the Los Angeles Clippers basketball team now he has performed a dunk at half time <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> now look for those on the uh on the video, I'll show you. There he goes. Whoop! There, hang on, hang on, hang on. There he is. There he is. There he is. Here he goes. Get rid of that ad. So he jumps on a trampoline, and he he flies through the air and dunks it. 
and he's not, he's not going too bad. Like he's sixty or something, and then he and then then he does a stupid dance. Like he does a Windows ninety uh, ninety five dance. Yeah, so there you go. Did you see that? Did anyone see the Windows ninety five launch dance that they did on stage? Yeah, oh, it was hilarious. No. <laughs> Talk about white men can't dance. Yeah, oh. look, I think it only went for about. Oh, 15 seconds last year. If you Googled something, I don't know, about Windows 95 launch dance, and you see him all just having a bit of a jig. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so Was that bad. the one when, where Microsoft paid um, for, for that song started up by Rolling, Rolling Stones? Stones. Stones yeah. That was Windows 95, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I, I remember getting up to Harvey Norman the first when it opened on the first day of its release to buy 95. I was that excited. floppies. No, don't know. No, I think I had it on disc. I got it on disc. I don't think it was floppies, but it was. A, I think you had to. Yeah, no, it was on disc. It was ninety. Oh, I had a ninety-eight on disc. On disc. Yeah. yeah, it was on disc. I'm sure it was. All right. Well, that's. Uh, I think that's uh, finished us all off. That's that's it. I don't think, <laughs> think there's no more stories. All right. So uh, I, did I mention at the start of the show? Yeah, Shane. He's. Uh, I don't know if anyone's interested. He, he got a problem with his leg. Now he's got a problem with the other league. Come on, Shane. What's going on? That's why he's not with us tonight. Uh, if you want to join the uh, anything on the Twitter, go to at Aussie Tech Heads, or you can follow the at Aussie Tech News if you want some news popped into your Twitter feed every now and then. You can also listen to us on the AussieTechRadio.com. Now, that's got all a lot of other shows that are 24-7, back-to-back, uh, -back, and just... Yeah, just played all 24-7, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's right. Uh, the easiest way to do that is get on the TuneIn radio and you'll be able to uh, tune in and listen to all that. Tech webcast, two guys talking tech or something. There's heaps of them. There's one from Desi. There's the interviews uh, leaders throughout the Australia and the world. So um, <laughs> business leaders, so he's pretty good. And don't forget our oh, new episode of the Obsidian Loft as well. So get that on iTunes. And don't forget the Aussie Oh, Mac, they've so. done an episode, have they? They have, yes. It's been the first one for a couple of months. Holy so I saw it pop up in the in the in my iTunes <laughs> today. All right, good stuff. Okay, uh, thanks, Stuart, for coming back in. And thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, no worries. When's the when's the daughter's birthday? Saturday. Right, good. That's well, the party. Yeah. Well, maybe we can, <laughs> we, we can hear about the escape room. That's right. <laughs> next time. <laughs> <laughs> How good does that sound? That's pretty cool. All right. Uh, thanks, Eric. Thanks for coming in. No, you're welcome, mate. Glad you got your Skype sorted. Oh, eventually, yeah. And uh, are you, what are you still? <laughs> what are you running there now? A little that uh, Dell laptop or Dell desktop? Um, I don't do Dell anymore. I've got an HP. Oh, what happened to the Dell? Tossed oh, it. Got rid of it. Yeah. Just a weight. Just a you know, falls apart. So I got the H. <laughs> oh no, no, I took it to the office. Yeah, right, right, all right, good stuff. All right, so uh, that's it. So thanks for downloading, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Okay,